CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News. It's Sunday the 21st of January 2024. Here are the main news headlines. British Science Week is approaching. Updates on the RSGB's strategic priorities. RSGB election deadline reminder. This year's British Science Week runs from the 8th to the 17th of March with the theme of time. This event is a fantastic opportunity to raise awareness of amateur radio in your local area. The RSGB has some great activity ideas you could try at your local school, scout or guiding group or local youth group. Go to the webpage at rsgb.org forward slash bsw and click on the activity files to find everything you need to know to be able to run that activity. Several radio clubs from across the UK have already planned outreach activities for British Science Week and the RSGB hopes that its resources will inspire you to get involved too. RSGB volunteer John Hislop, G7OHO, has provided these ideas but the Society would love to add other activities to enthuse young people about wireless communication. If you have an amateur radio activity on the theme of time that you'd like to share, or if you'd like to get involved but aren't sure how to start, please direct inquiries to the RSGB British Science Week contact, Ian Neal, M0KEO. Ian's contact details will soon be available on the RSGB website. At the discussion with the board session at the RSGB 2023 convention, the RSGB President John McCulloch, GI4BWM, confirmed that the board would would keep members updated regularly on progress with the new strategic priorities. Two updates have now appeared in the January and February editions of RADCOM, and they're also available to read on the RSGB website. These updates highlight some important activities and achievements, as well as new plans. So the Society encourages every member to take time to read them. Go to um, Strategy, the page on Strategy, and choose the Strategy Priorities Updates option from the right-hand list. Further updates are being prepared, so do check back regularly or look out for them in each of the RADCOMs. You can also watch the discussion with the board convention session on the RSGB's YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash the RSGB. The deadline for applications to the for the one elected RSGB board member position and eight regional representative roles is Wednesday the 31st of January. Amateur Radio needs a strong and active national society, so don't leave it to everyone else. Step forward for one of these roles and play your part in the future of the RSGB. You'll find guidance and candidate forms on the RSGB elections webpage under election on the RSGB pages, as well as contact details if you want an informal chat before standing for election. A reminder that the RSGB is looking for four licensed radio amateurs to help raise the profile of wireless communication amongst young people across the UK. We've had a good response, but we'd still like to hear from prospective volunteers in Northern Ireland and Wales. 
These volunteer youth country representatives will represent the RSGB at externally organised events and will plan and deliver outreach activities. If you have plenty of ideas, a passion for getting young people involved in amateur radio and experience of running small-scale events, we'd be very keen to hear from you. The deadline is Friday the 16th of February. For full details, uh, look under Volunteers and for information, in, sorry, for informal discussion, please email RSGB Director Ben Lloyd, GW4BMW, sorry, that should be uh, GW4BML, at GW4BML at rsgb.org.uk. GB2RS uh, began broadcasting via the Ease Hail 2 amateur radio amateur satellite in May 2021 every Sunday at 0800 UTC. You can hear the latest RSGB news on the dedicated narrowband QO100 transpor- transparency transponder, dear me, frequency of 104. 89.855 megahertz. This has proved so popular by kind permission of AMSAT DL from the 4th of February 2024, introducing a second reading at 2100 UTC. This will suit our international audience in the western lobe of the footprint. The existing team of three news readers is looking for another volunteer to join them. If you're an RSGB member with a good QO100 facility and would be interested in broadcasting the news, please contact the the GB2RS manager Steve, G4HPE, at gb2rs.manager at rsgb.org.uk for further details. During February, the RSGB's Photo Friday focus on social media is all about clubs. If you'd like your club to be included, let the RSGB comms team know what you've been up to, who's been involved, and share in all the brilliant things you've been doing. Email comms at rsgb.org.uk by the 31st of January with a brief summary of activity and some photos. And please make sure that every, everyone in the photo is happy to have their face on social media. Chris Deacon, G4IFX, has been awarded a PhD from the University of Bath after completing research on propagation. His thesis was entitled Radio Propagation Through Ionospheric Sporadic E. This part-time work over many years involved looking at sporadic E on the 6-metre band, including making novel measurements of signal amplitude, phase-derived Doppler, polarization and potentially time delay to discover the nature of sporadic E propagation at VHF frequencies. The RSGB Propagation Studies Committee congratulates Chris on his fantastic achievement. You can find out more by searching for Chris's name on the University of Bath Research Portal at researchportal.bath.ac.uk. Chris has done a number of presentations about propagation at RSGB conventions over the years, which you can see on the RSGB YouTube channel at youtube.com forward the RSGB. Details of rallies and event, the Lincoln Shortwave Club Winter Rally takes place on Sunday the 28th of January at the Festival Hall Caster Road Market Raisin LN83HT. Doors open 9am, admission £2, free car parking and a, ref- and a hot refreshments will be available. Tables £10 each. At 10pm after the rally there will be a used equipment auction. Items for auction will be booked in from 1pm. Contact Steve M5ZZZ for tables and details via m5mzz at outlook.com or 07777 
699067. that should be at the end, sorry. The Canvey Rally will be held on Sunday the 4th of February, Cornelius Vermuden School, Dinant Avenue, Canvey in Essex, SS8 9QS. The rally is expected to be the usual hive of activity with plenty of traders. More information, Richard Stanley, 07725551263, or email g7oed at icloud.com. The Midcars Radio Rally, Radioactive Rally, will be held on Sunday, the 11th of February, Nantwich Civic Hall, Market Street, Nantwich, CW55DG. Doors open at 10. Admission is five pounds. There are a lot of wide variety of trader stalls, <coughs> excuse me, including every aspect of amateur radio. Raffles will be held throughout the rally. Refreshments and snacks will be available in the hall, and parking is in immediately adjacent to the venue. Now for special event news, a team of German amateurs is operating special event called DM24EHF until the 28th of January. The EHF stands for European Handball Federation, 16th, edi- 16th edition of the European Men's Handball Championship is being hosted in Germany from the 10th to the 28th of January, QSL via the Bureau or directly to DL2VFR. The Straight Key Century Club Straight Key Month is currently underway. The annual on-air event commemorates the club's founding in 2006, celebrates the original instruments of early radio telegraphy, including straight keys, bugs and cootie keys. Listen out for the K3Y call sign, which is being aired from the 10 US call areas. Information on the event and QSL instructions can be found at skccgroup.com forward slash K3Y. Discovering Marconi is an international radio amateur diploma organised by the ARI Radio Club at Fidenza in Italy, commemorating the 150th anniversary of the birth of the great Italian scientist. In 1874, this award aims to delve deeper into the thought, vision, capacity and character of Guglielmo Marconi. More details of special call signs and event rules uh, and award rules can be found at arefidenza.it. Now the DX News, Chris, WA7RAR will be active as 8P9CB from Barbados, NA021, until the 25th of January. Most of his operations will be portable at various locations, especially parks on the air sites. He'll be QRV on 20 to 10 metre bands using CW and SSB, QSL via Logbook of the World or directly to WA7RAR. Listen out for Bob, v 4 stroke n 4 RF, who's active from St. Kitts, NA104, until the 25th of January. He operates mainly CW, with some FT8 and SSB, QSL via logbook of the world is preferred, but is also available directly via his home call. Contest news on Tuesday the 23rd, the SHF UK Activity Contest runs from 19.30 to 22.30 UTC. All modes on the 13 SEMS band, the exchange of signal report, serial number and locator, the CQ 160 metre DX contest starts at 2200 UTC. Friday the 26th ends at 2200 UTC on the 28th, that's the Sunday. Using CW on the, uh, the 160 metre band, the exchange of signal report and CQ zone. American stations send their state and Canadian stations send their province. British Amateur Radio Teledata Group Ritty Sprint starts at 1200 UTC, Saturday the 27th, end at 1200 UTC, Sunday the 28th, 
Using RITI on the 80 to 10 metre bands where contests are permitted, the exchange's serial number, the UK 6 metre group Winter Marathon, began on Friday the 1st of December 2023. The contest runs until the 31st of January 2024 using all modes on the 6 metre band, the exchange's signal report and locator. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO on Thursday the 18th of January. They write, We had yet another week with good solar conditions, which at this point of the cycle is good news. The solar flux index remained in the 170s to 180s range and the sun is currently peppered with spots. The KP index never got above 3.33 and that was the only one, only for three, that, uh, and that was only for one three-hour period on January the 16th. We were lucky also with solar flares in that we only had minor C-class flares to contend with. An eruption was observed beyond the West Limb on Sunday, on, sorry, on January the 14th, the event generated a fast-moving coronal ejection, or CME, but was directed away from our planet. Daytime MMUFs over 3,000 kilometres remain high at more than 28 megs. At night, this reduces to around 6.9 to 9.5 megs, meaning only the 40-metre band is mainly open to DX if at all. HF-wise, this is the best time for low-band DXing, such as 40-metre contacts with New Zealand around sunrise and overnight QSOs on the 80-metre band with the USA. Other DX being worked by members of CDXC includes uh, XU7AKU in Cambodia on 40 metres, CW in the early evening, V31XX in Belize and VP9KF in Bermuda on 30 metres, CW around 1000 UTC and E20AX in Thailand on 40 metres, CW around 0930 UTC. Next week, NOAA predicts the solar flux index may remain at the 160 to 170 range, with a maximum KP index of 2. As always, take that KP prediction with a pinch of salt, as a single Earth-facing coronal mass ejection could send it sky-high, with an accompanying lowering of the MUF and generally poor conditions. Now for VHF and UP, the main theme of VHF and UP propagation options is that we have three distinct phases coming up. The first phase is set to to end today, the 21st. This will be the final blast of the cold northerly wind, which may produce some rain scatter near coasts from snow showers. It's probably, it is probably not especially useful for tropo, even inland, except perhaps for local overnight temporary short-distance enhancement due to surface cooling and night frosts. Phase 2 is the transition to very unsettled wet and windy weather, which starts to arrive during this weekend ending the 21st and generally sets the pattern for much of the coming week. Maybe it will be a rain-scatter option for the gigahertz band, but the main radio consideration will be wind potentially damaging antennas, particularly in the south. Phase 3 will be the introduction of a weak ridge of high pressure over southern Britain in the second half of the coming week and the following weekend. This could bring some productive tropo to southern parts of the UK, especially into the last weekend of the month. Other propagation modes are available but don't seem to be elevated beyond chance occurrences for meteor scatter or aurora. There is a vanishingly small chance of sporadic E as we are in the minimum period for this sort of propagation until after Easter. For EME operators, moon declination is positive and rising, reaching maximum on the 23rd. 
Path losses increase all week until apogee on Monday the 29th. 144 MHz sky noise is low to moderate this coming week. That's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me until next week.